This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to Built Bar and use our promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 go. Call your sons! Call your dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. Follow me, Ecknerwall23, on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. And our show is Locked on Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there and subscribe, and maybe you will be a recipient of our Locked on Socks prize pack. 312-566-8727 is the way you reach us via a voicemail. And if you want to just write us old school, an email old school, it's LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. No further ado. Here is Chris Tannehill. How you doing on this evening? Oh, I'm doing great, Herbie. It's episode 198. We're inching closer to 200. We're going to be in the 200s when the regular season starts, and we're just a week away here from the regular season getting going here. So what better time than to put some money on things, make things really interesting. Uh, BetOnline.ag has been our, you know, one of our big sponsors this year. They're just jumping on board in 2021, and they've been so awesome. So we're using BetOnline.ag's numbers here to make wagers on things that we like, prop bets for baseball. We've got home runs, Cy Young Award winner, manager of the year even, rookie of the year, division titles, pennant, World Series winner. We're going to make a wager on what we like best here and try to come up with fun White Sox angles for us to follow throughout the course of the year. And we're going to put our actual money behind a lot of this stuff here. So we'll recap at the end what we decide to do. But first, let's let's open up our betonline.ag accounts here. I'm looking at mine. I've been a good boy since the uh, the big game that occurred uh, with Tampa Bay and Kansas City, where I, I took quite a beating uh, that <laughs> that Sunday, and I'm sitting here on my account at BetOnline.ag. I've got three hundred and eighty-two dollars and sixty-two cents, so I've got quite a bit to play with here with baseball on the horizon. Uh, and for me, there's not many things that I'm interested in betting in. I'm not a tournament guy. Uh, I would I would bet everything on on Loyola, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not going to do that. So. Uh, I've got $382 to play with here, and I'm going to make some plays this year. What about your account? How's it looking like here, Herbie? Well, as you recall, I got drained during the big game because I oh, put lucky. all of my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Lucky and Tom you. Brady's like, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys once again doubting me. Never do it again. Uh, you got so, drained, but how was, how, was, uh, how was the betting? I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I had to refresh the money. So I put $100 in just to make sure that I have enough money so we can bet these wagers on betonline.ag. And I also, you know, I'm not a fan of betting on the Illini, but I wanted maybe if I wanted a taste of this, if they would have made it a Sweet 16, I would have probably put some more money on the Illini to win the tournament. But Luckily, I didn't do that because they uh, disappointed us on Sunday afternoon. Yes, they certainly did. All right, so I'm, I'm riding high from my prediction last year of, of predicting the White Sox win-loss total at 35-25. and 25. I hit it right on the head. I didn't put any money behind it, 
So you know this is doomed to fail here. But I'm feeling pretty good about my White Sox prediction. And if you guys have heard the shows recently, you know where I stand on the Sox. And we'll get to that at the end here. But let's start with some fun player props. Mm -hmm. Uh, Home run leaders, we had Eloy Jimenez again. uh, Our Mm -hmm. list impacted here. We had him to win the home run uh, crown in 2021. There is no one really on this list I think that we like, I think, to to win the home run title this year. Um, we're going to make our small plays, like we said, on, on Ozuna and Schwarber. But uh, is there anyone that you really like to take this title now here, now that Eloy's off the board? On the White Sox in particular? Anyone. Uh, Pete Alonso, remember, is the favorite at yeah. plus 800. Trout, Judge, Soto, Acuna. You know, I, I don't think we were too – we were high on Eloy. Like, so if we, don't, yeah. if we don't feel comfortable making a large play, then we won't do it. I, I'm just going to stay with my uh, long shot of Kyle Schwarber. Okay, let's do it. Seeing what he can do out there with Washington and his walk here. All right, let's do it. All right. Jose Abreu plus 2,800. There's, I don't think there's any chance of Jose Abreu. He's you know never been a prolific home run hitter, been, been a solid slugger, but never a guy I don't believe that's led the league in home runs. So that would seem like throwing your money away. Good value, but that's kind of throwing your money away, no? Yeah, exactly. He's not that home run or nothing type of guy. And he'll mostly be going for RBIs and shortening his swing and getting people in instead of driving balls over the fence at a clip that is going to be leading the league. Exactly. Uh, you go down the list here for White Sox names: Luis Robert plus thirty three hundred. You know, throwing that, money away there. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's especially when you when you consider. You know, they are starting the season on the West Coast, the White Sox are, with warmer weather. But, mm-hmm. you know, Luis Roberts never played in the Chicago cold before. And I don't mean to stereotype, but just look, lots of guys struggle in the cold weather. You know, we don't know what baseball it's going to be. We should add that disclaimer to all this also. We don't know what baseball they're playing with. So that's why I'm scared to put money down on anyone other than a bona fide proven slugger. So Luis Robert at 3,300, I don't like that one uh, at all right there. Um Moving on, you don't like that one, right? Correct. Before we move I on, I do not. No, okay. no, no. And, but there's one I really love. Who do you love? And, and <laughs> Who do you love? <laughs> um, it's the Kyle Schwarber one. Um, okay, he's at plus I think four thousand. He is. I'm I'm all over that. He's playing in Washington this year. It's going to be a walk year for him because I think he signed a one year deal with those people over there and. When he played a full season, his last full season, he had 38 bombs. And he's coming into his own right now. He's going to be, I think, 28 years old. Uh, the Nationals are a team that has a lot of cast-offs himself and Josh Bell going over there. He has things to prove that he's not a washout. He's not the guy that happened in 2020. He's the guy that happened in 2019 with the power, the opposite field pop. And then I think uh, Washington plays to his strengths. The right field's uh, enticing over there, and he's got the left left center field uh, gap power. So plus 4000 4, for a guy that's got a lot of things to prove in a walk year, trying to get his money up, Kyle Schwarber's some, you know, throw a Quaker down, throw a quarter down, and you'll be very satisfied if you get Kyle Schwarber leading the league in home runs right there because the year he hit 38 home runs, he was seventh in the league. I think he only played like 140 games that year. So, yeah, Kyle Schwarber, that's great value right there. I agree, and I, just anecdotally, I feel like those NL East ballparks are conducive to him. You think about Philadelphia as well as a place mm. I can see him doing some damage too. So, yeah, you throw a quarter down, you win a thousand if Kyle wins it. I'm going to throw down ten bucks on Kyle Schwarber. You talk me into it. Um, it's just I've always been a Schwarber fan, and also the White Sox angle is a guy that we wanted the White Sox to go after. And in that similar vein, you look at Marcelo Ozuna plus 3,300. I may just throw. 
like five bucks on Marcelo Zuna just as for content's sake to, for most home runs in all of baseball. So five bucks, Marcelo Zuna. I think it's a guy the White Sox, you know, who had been linked to for many years. And I think this is going to be a year where we're going to be like, damn, they really should have went after him again. Um, moving on, rookie of the year. Uh, the favorites for rookie of the year currently as it sits, Randy Rosarena, plus 400. Tampa Bay Rays, rookie of the year. Uh, Jared Kalenic, Kalenic, I never know how to say that. Uh, it's my first time ever trying to say the name, but uh, yeah, he's he's up there, plus 800. Um, and you go down, Nick Madrigal is on this list uh, for some reason. Well, I guess I could see why. He's at plus 1,200. What do we think about Nick Madrigal plus 1,200 uh, to win American League rookie of the year? He's going to hit. We all know that. And he's going to be on a team that's winning baseball games. And, and say what you want about a player in baseball winning on a winning team. Those things matter to the voters who are older, I think, usually scribes. So baseball writers. So if they see Nick Madrigal hitting 350 on a team that's going to the playoffs, uh, uh, AL Central champion, and he was an integral part of that, They'll put him in there. And think about this, too. With all the guys who are listed here, I mean, Rezi, Randy Arizzo's arena came out of nowhere, had a great year, and still qualifies for the rookie of the year this year because of the short year he had last year. Kalenic won't start the year in Seattle because they're holding down his uh, years so he can do some uh, games with him, some uh, service time games. And Wander Franco won't be on the team. If he was going to be on the team from jump, I would say Wander Franco, 100. percent Let's do it. Let's let's run let's run it out because that's at plus 1200. I would love that. But the same odds for Nick Magical. He'll start the year as the White Sox starting second baseman. Have no pressure on him. Probably bad an eighth or ninth in that lineup. And all he has to do is get on base and probably have a bunch of runs scored as a rookie second baseman. The numbers will look enticing for some people to just pull that on him. And I think a Randy Rosarena will be caught up to. I never heard of him before until last year in the playoffs and the World Series. Good luck to him, but I don't think that is going to carry over to his actual rookie year. So 1200 not great value, but, yeah, if you want to put down some money on Nick Magical, I do would. Do you want to do that? <laughs> I, you, I would not have it. No, no. I'm I not. I not have a problem. You know me. I'm not a Nick Magical guy. Yeah, but you can see how. I'm not Southside how... Zoe, and I'm not my man King Mac. They are <laughs> Nick Magical stands. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, I can. I like your argument. It's it's a compelling one, especially when you consider the type of player he is. But the offensive numbers, like he's going to have to like win a Gold Glove, I think, to be in this conversation or this mm -hmm. Gold Glove caliber. Like, I, but the offensive numbers are not going to jump out at you, which is why I think some people like you know when they don't see guys play every day, this is a tough one. So they're just going to look at a, a stat sheet and be like, okay, that's the guy right there. So and the White Sox, like, there's just so many like it is a great environment to thrive in. So he's not really going to stand out, I, I don't think, in, in the lineup. So. I, I don't feel comfortable putting any money on Nick Madrigal, but I could certainly see it happening. Uh, other White Sox names here: Garrett Crochet plus eighteen hundred. No, he's yeah. a bullpen guy. Um, I don't think he'll get any love in that regard. Me neither. I don't know when the last reliever was the rookie of the year. It might have happened last year with Devin Williams. Um, if <laughs> There's I'm, no way to know. <laughs> if, if I'm not if not mistaken, but it doesn't happen often. So Devin Williams was just devastatingly great, and I don't think any rookie stood out last year, and that's why they gave a pitcher, a reliever, the rookie of the year in that regard. Um, so I'm going to go 
with a no on Garrett Crochet, even though I think he's going to dominate this year. Okay, another one from the White Sox here. Michael Kopech plus 2,500. That seems a little more intriguing because of the mystery aspect of we don't know how he's going to be deployed. We know they're going to ramp him up so he's pitching more meaningful innings late in the year. So that may have an impact on where he stands in the rookie of the year uh, standings, but also I think just it won't be enough of him out there, I think, to win this award. Are we in agreement? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% in agreement. All right. Uh, Also a fun one here, Dane Dunning, uh, plus 2,000. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm going to go to the guys who are at plus 2,000, I would look more to uh, Luis Patino, guy that uh, San Diego traded to Tampa Bay for the services of Snell. Um, A guy who pitched in the major leagues last year was a highly rigged prospect. And if he's going from San Diego to Tampa, you know – the Rays love him, and the Rays are probably going to get great value out of him. They're going to make him great. Yeah, I feel like this whole thing is just a, a dice roll here because we talked to our guy from Locked On Indians, and we, he talked about Tristan McKenzie probably going to be gamed a little bit. You know, we talked to our guy from Locked On Tigers, Casey Mize has been struggling already. I don't feel comfortable about any of these names, but just for content's sake, I may throw uh, five dollars on Michael Kopech here. I know we're, we're what dealing with Andrew Vaughn. He is. Uh, he's not on my odds list. Uh, maybe they've added him since then. But do you have Andrew Vaughn on your list there? I do have Andrew Vaughn on my odds list okay. right now. He's going off on the same thing as Patino and Dane Dunning at plus two thousand. So you know what? Let's do it. Let's do Andrew Vaughn then. Andrew Vaughn. Let's see. What are you thinking? You're thinking uh, ten dollars on do, Andrew Vaughn. Let's do ten dollars Andrew Vaughn at at plus two thousand. You said. Yeah. To win AL Rookie of the Year. It's done. I'm still going to throw five on Kopech just because I think at the end of the year a lot of attention will be on him. Um, we'll skip National League Rookie of the Year. I, I have no one here that really you know does anything for us. We don't talk a lot about uh, the National League. Um, Cabrian Hayes is uh, the number one uh, pick here, number one favorite at plus 400 to win uh, NL Rookie of the Year. Seth Beer, uh, you guys remember him when uh, we were trying to, you know, <laughs> uh, suck for Seth or whatever it was. I remember uh, he's at plus 2,000. So, yeah, not many interesting names there, I don't think, for the National League. Moving on here, Cy Young. This one, I think I'm going to throw some more money down on this one. I feel good about this here. Um, number one odds here for AL Cy Young, Garrett Cole at plus 425. I think he's going to have a really good year as he as he typically does. You know, when you're a Yankee, that helps getting getting yourself some attention there. So it's going to be tough to topple him. But Lucas Giolito sitting just below him at plus four fifty. What do we think about Lucas uh, taking the next step and winning the American League Cy Young Award? It could happen, definitely. Um, those odds are not. Gr- I mean, you know, they're decent, nice, yeah. nice money you can get. But I like a person on that White Sox staff with better odds, longer odds. So, you know, you put a dub down and you can win $320. I'm thinking about Lance Lynn at plus 1600 What about you? You know, I like that. I don't love it. Lance Lynn is going to be a guy that's always going to be in the top 5 or 10, but I don't think he's ever going to dominate enough to win a, a Cy Young. Um, unless the White Sox just, you know, they win 100 games and they win the division convincingly and he's a major part of that. Like maybe that, that would factor in, but I just don't see him as a guy – uh, with the dominant stuff, like you know, someone like a Shane Bieber who's sitting here at plus five hundred. I, I really, you know, Dallas Keuchel here as well at plus twenty five hundred. I can't see that happening, frankly. Um, I like our guy Lucas, man. We're going to talk about Lucas next week and what it means to be an ace and why we're glad he's the ace of the White Sox pitching staff. So I'm going to go on ahead 
and put $20 on Lucas Giolito to win the American League Cy Young Award. Any other names on this list you like, and what do you think about Lucas? I think it's it's more likely to happen that Lucas will win the Cy Young than Lance Lynn. So your money is not too farly move, removed uh, from being right, and you might actually cash where mine's more of a long shot. So what's your 20 win you, like 40? Oh, don't ask me about that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I that? No, plus, don't ask it. Plus four fifty to at twenty dollars. I'll so. do it right quick. I'll do the cat. Remember, I am the uh, math guy. This so. is why. Yeah, you are the stats Close. maven, the stats guru. This is why we're doing a baseball podcast and not uh, anything else of importance in life here. Uh, I will say, Dylan Cease. While you figure that out, Dylan Cease is at plus four thousand. That yeah. that yeah. I mean, that's just. Keep it. Yeah, keep it. I know. Really keep it. I'm trying. I know not, you, I'm, and you're Ethan Katz guy. Yeah, cats will fix them. I've always said it. Um, well, yeah, your dub will win you ninety dollars if Lucas Giolito <laughs> wins the AL Cy Young. Okay, I feel pretty good about that. Um, Frankie Montas, I liked when I saw him so far this spring. The stuff looked good, and just from the former White Sox angle there. But do I like him enough to put money down? No, I don't think so. Um, Shohei Otani, that's an intriguing one here. He's sitting at plus four thousand as well. I just don't. I just. I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable putting money on it, but I could see it happening, no doubt. I don't know. I've never seen him as a d- dominant pitcher. I've never seen him take the next step as a pitcher. He's been too hurt for either of the things, uh, pitching and hitting. He's been hitting very well in spring training, though. So I would put more money on him winning like a home run thing or MVP than him winning the Cy Young in that regard. Um, National League Cy Young Award winners, uh, Jacob DeGrom, the favorite at plus 350. Then Trevor Bauer at plus 700, number two there. Um, that's something to keep an eye on. Um, you go down the list here, and the only one of the, the here that interests me is former Lucas Giolito high school teammates. You have Jack Flaherty at plus 1,400 and Max Freed at plus 1,800. I could see a situation where uh, you know those two Harvard-Westlake guys win it uh the only question is who flaherty or freed do i like it enough to put money on it i don't think so but you know me and my narratives i, I love that Any, anyone from the national league that jump out at you for cy young award well, there's a triple uh three people here at plus five thousand marcus stroman noah Syndergaard, and kyle Hendricks. all guys who are top of the rotation guys marcus stroman is the guy who sat out last year so he's got the, the fresh arm and also I think uh, he signed a one-year deal or a couple-year deal with the New York Mets so he could get out of this deal so the Syndergaard's been hurt for a lot of the last couple of years and I think he might also be a little bit uh, rusty or hurt right now so that might be a risky play but plus 5,000 you can put a dub down and get a nice payoff in Kyle Hendricks consummate professional guy who throws no faster than 20 miles per hour but gets outs all the time you put the dub down on any of these guys a thousand dollars will be coming back your way if one of them does win the Cy Young so I'm not putting any money down on these guys but if you out there who are listening feel that any of these three guys will be at the top of the National League Cy Young a a dub right there to win a thousand that's awesome value we're going to take a quick time out here, and we get to the meat of this list here. What matters? MVP award for the American League. Lots of White Sox names. Find out where they rank and what their odds are next on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's done. 
NBA's heating up, college hoops winding down as well, NHL's in full swing, but we're talking about baseball futures and prop bets, over-unders, all that good stuff in today's show. Just go to betonline.ag and place your bets. Maybe you disagree with what Herb and I are saying. Go in there, put your money where your mouth is, and place your money at betonline.ag. They cover everything, including award shows, TV shows, and even reality TV. The odds are updated in real time, and there's props on almost anything you can imagine. Betonline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds as well. It's the best way to place your bets, and best of all, it's free to sign up. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget, so important, don't forget our promo code locked on when you sign up so they know that we sent you. BetOnline.ag. We're covering everything you need to know about the White Sox, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Herb, AL MVP. Here we go. This is where things start to get interesting, and this is what I love to see. White Sox names all up and down this MVP for the American League list here. AL MVP with no Eloy Jimenez. Uh, I think that was a guy that we both circled up before the injury as a guy to win MVP, and we were both keen on him winning the award. Uh, we were going to throw $50 on Eloy before the injury at plus 3300 Is there anyone that you like now, now that Eloy is off the board for AL MVP? Well, I'm going to have to go with his teammate. Guys have to step up. So we already had Jose Abreu win one last year, and I don't like the value of Luis Robert because he's the second highest guy. Plus 800, so, yep. Yeah, and so we got to go with Tim Anderson, a guy that hasn't really spoke about the MVP, but he's said he wants to be the best shortstop in the game, and if he's part of a White Sox AL Central winning team, especially with one of their big bats out, I think that Tim Anderson will get some consideration, especially now that he's the face of RBI baseball, getting more recognition and the table setter for this offense. And if he improves his defense to a part where he's either just uh, net negative or uh, just a net uh, neutral or positive on defense, that's going to propel him to be in the MVP conversation himself. Well, man, uh, we're just like an old married couple here. I think we're in agreement here again. That was the, the guy that I have circled here. So let's just say right now we'll take our $50 that we were going to put on Eloy and just put it on TA. He's the face of the franchise. I agree with everything you just said about the name recognition, and he's the guy now that everyone's looking at for the White Sox. And I think in terms of doing more things to help you win a ball game, I think Tim Anderson has a better shot to win MVP than Eloy did. Eloy would have to go out and have a monster year with 50 home runs uh, and like, you know, 400 OBP to, to win MVP. But I think Tim Anderson has a better chance to do it at a more important position. So let it be known, 50 bucks on Tim Anderson to win the American League MVP. It's done. Let's just talk about it. NL MVP. It is a, it is a major award. Uh, a major award. Uh, salute also. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got that as well. Um, Juan Soto right now, the odds on favorite at plus 650 to win NL MVP. A guy whose name we know well here. You know, some jackass traded, Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr. is sitting here at plus 800 <laughs> to win NL MVP. I, I'm inclined to like Fernando Tatis in this. Anyone here on this list jump out at you in the National League? Uh, I'm looking for a repeat. 
Freddie Freeman won it last year. Is that plus 1,200 right here? I just see more great things coming from Freddie Freeman and Atlanta Braves down there. So, yeah. Uh, How I much like, do you like it? Uh, probably, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but <laughs> if I had to put a money uh, figure on Freddie Freeman winning the NL MVP, I would say $15. All right, Herb's going to put 15 I'm going to do the same for – Fernando Tatis Jr. Hopefully he's not jinxed on the MLB The Show cover like we supposedly jinxed um, <laughs> Jimmy Jinx Cordero uh, on our fake cover. So, yeah, let's do 15 on Tatis and 15 on Freddie Freeman. Oh, I almost had you down for Lindor here. He's right here on the list. Lindor, by the way, uh, a good candidate here for the Mets at plus 1,200. So that's another one to keep an eye out on as he tr- switches leagues. Um, in case you're wondering, bounce back years for some of our locals here for the Cubs. Chris Bryant at plus 2,800. Javi Baez at plus 3,300. Actually, I, I kind of like that for Javi. I like the odds. Uh, he's a guy that that's shown the ability to be up there two years ago having a really good year. He's going to have his precious video back. He's going to have some of his fans back. So that may be one I'll earmark and maybe go back to later after I do a little bit more research, and, and we'll see how much we have left to play with here. Um, all right, here we go. Manager of the year. Do we want to touch this one? Um, there's not a lot of names on here because it's the haves and have-nots in baseball, and you're not going to be manager of the year unless they think your team is going to win. So let's go for it here. Uh, the the odds-on favorite here, Charlie Montoyo from the Blue Jays. That's my first time knowing who the Blue Jays manager is. Plus, not Juan Pablo Montoya, uh, plus 700 to win manager of the year. Um, Aaron Boone from the Yankees plus 750 Rocco Baldelli at plus 800 and and where is Tony the Hall of Famer baseball person pretty good odds actually a plus 1000 I mean this is really just you you got to be really sharp to make a bet on this and make it profitable I think like because these things are managers don't matter the award doesn't matter I don't know how it's given out to be honest with you I don't you know I think a lot of it's based on the relationship with the media and the media is going to like Tony but Tony's got the strikes against him from the awkward off season and I think they believe that the team is built to win so how much has he done really so what do we think here do we do we even want to touch this AJ Hinch by the way I should note that AJ Hinch sitting at plus fourteen hundred for the Tigers, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't love any of these, and I don't love the award. I think it's dumb. But if there's something that you like, God, for, you know, let's we'll make a play on it right here. There's seven guys ahead of Tony Larusa. I mean, maybe the expectations are so high that he, it's really hard for him to win Manager of the Year because they expect the White Sox to compete for the AL Central. Some expect them to win it, but there's seven guys ahead of Tony Larusa. I don't understand why. Maybe they're thinking that the White Sox have such high expectations that there's no way that this guy could win this award. And so they have him at plus a thousand right now. Um, I don't know if we touch it at all because it's really, really um, very hard for him to win it. I think we're just donating money if we do that for him. Uh, I don't, I don't even see that they have Joe Madden ahead of him is mm-hmm. weird to me. But that's the, the that thing where Joe Madden and the Angels get second place or somehow win the AOS. He's guaranteed. They're dying to give it to him. <laughs> yeah, they're guaranteed the award. If Tony Larusa wins the AL Central. They're like you're supposed to do that. Good job. What well, do you have odds for Luis Rojas and the New York Mets? My my sheet does not have it because my my sheet's a little bit older. Do you have anything on Luis Rojas and the Mets? Is he is he on your board? Yes, he is. What's he at here? 
He's at plus nine hundred. Okay, so not not great odds. All right, so I'm not touching that one. I think maybe that's a a dark horse, the re- return of the resurgent uh, Miracle Mets, you know. So I think that could be a storyline that people would like. Major media market salute. So that's what. See, this is the thing too. Like what I just said about Tony in, in the National League, the second highest uh, chance to win the NL Manager of the Year is Dave Roberts for the Dodgers. How the hell can he win the NL Manager of the Year? He's expected to win 103 plus games. What is he won 150 games in <laughs> right. the year? Yeah, like I don't understand. Like what's going on there? Yeah, it's... the the odds on favor in this um, NL manager is plus 700. Brian Snicker, you gotta watch what I say there. <laughs> um, first manager fired is a prop you can get at BetOnline.ag. Once again, these are all plays you can make at BetOnline.ag. You can click the link in our description of the podcast to uh, get yourself an account there for free. Um, first manager fired. I don't like that one at all. This is like no. usually managers get fired because you were supposed to be good and then you were bad. And frankly, you know, I don't see any of these teams here that jump out at me like this is a good team that's going to have a bad year. Like I don't, yeah, you know, none of these so. people are going to fire their manager in the middle of the year. <laughs> there should be no reason. Yeah. You should know that the Seattle Mariners are going to be bad. Scott Service, sorry. Yeah. And Bud Black got a real, raw deal. They traded all those good players away except for Trevor Story. And sorry, Brandon Hyde, you're the Baltimore. You took that job like a dummy. American League win totals over unders. Let's get to our White Sox here. We have to change this a bit now with the plans with Eloy going down. BetOnline.ag still has the White Sox as of Friday morning here. Over under set at 90 and a half still. They have that line has not moved after the Eloy injury. You're seeing not all uh, sports books have moved their lines yet for the White Sox uh, win total. So I don't know what that says about Eloy. Maybe we're making too much of a big deal. Or maybe they're just slow to get on it here. But uh, I, I'm thinking I was over 90 and a half wins. So let me just say I'm going to go under on that now. I'm going to go under 90 and a half. Um, I'll give my official record next week once I really think about this, and we'll see if the White Sox make any corresponding moves. But I think right now I'm inclined to go under. That doesn't mean that I'm not still high on them to win the World Series. I'll get to that later. But, Herb, where are you at here on win total for the White Sox over under 90 and a half? Before Eli got hurt. Eli, Eli. I wish Eli, Eli got hurt. Eli Hershkovich. I wish he was hurt. I, uh, I'm leaving next week. I'm leaving at the end of the month. At the end of the month. Um, college basketball the tournament um before Eloy got hurt I was under I was 90 and 72 so I'm staying under I don't know how much that will affect the White Sox depending on who they bring up if they go and sign somebody from the outside Yasiel Puig uh, Cespedes other guys Reddick whatever maybe I'll keep it there in that in that same place because the offense is still going to play even with Eloy out but if they just do an internal candidate Gavin Sheets, all those other guys, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough for them to replace that offense there with a rookie who hasn't played uh, in the majors at all. So uh, I'm still under. One of the ones that fascinates me is the Dodgers uh, because this is so hard to do. Uh, The only one that jumps out at me here just because of the absurdity of it, Dodgers are sitting at 103.5 for their win total. Uh, Right now it's, uh, it's minus 115 for each over 90 uh, for each over 103 and a half or under 103 and a half so it is so hard to do this to win over 100 games like it's hard to, to win 90 but it's even harder to win 100 obviously I mean with the talent they have I can't see them doing that but also they do have the talent to do it so I can see how they arrived at that but how do we feel about this just as a, as a concept I don't know if we feel good enough to put money but 103 and a half seems high no 
really high, especially when you have probably the second best team in the National League in your same division. You got to pay them 18, 19 times. So when the San Diego Padres and so 103 is a lot And the Diamondbacks are not as bad as they seem. Colorado's terrible. They're really terrible. So a lot of wins right there. But you're not going to get away with uh, going up to San Francisco and grabbing dubs over Gabe Kapler's team, even though it's not great. So 103, they're really good. They have a pitching staff. Is a little too much for me. But if any team can do it, it's the Dodgers. I wouldn't go near this number. But, yeah, if any team in the American League or National League can do it, it's the Dodgers. But uh, 103 wins. I hate, I, yeah, I hate betting on baseball wins because they're so every day is just it's so hard to win a baseball game, man, and so many things can happen that can swing that. So I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Uh, Herbie, here we go now, Herbie. BetOnline.ag's odds to win the AL Central: White Sox the favorites minus one twenty, followed by the Twins plus one forty, followed by the Indians plus nine hundred. I'm not going to mention Kansas City and Detroit uh, at this point. So what what do we think about the odds for the White Sox? Not great odds. Uh, you know, I, I will say what they'll, what I think they'll do next week. But if you listen to the end of the show here, you can find kind of figure out how I have the White Sox placing in the postseason. But yeah, even at minus one twenty, I not not great odds. But I, I'm a believer in the White Sox this year, so I, I will make a, a a a small bet on that. What do you think about the White Sox at minus one twenty for odds to win American League Central? It's good. It's uh, as the favorite. I think they should be up there, maybe first or second. I you know, going to preview next week where I think they're going to finish in the division. Um, it's with anything on my teams, like the Illini or the White Sox, I like the hedge. So I would more rather go to the plus 140, the twins to win the division. So if it does happen, at least I cash. Uh, I like and, that. And if it doesn't happen, the White Sox have won the division. I'll easily donate that, whatever I put in there. So, uh, uh, it's plus one forty, so we'll take if I bet a hundred, I win one hundred and forty dollars plus the hundred I bet. I wouldn't do that, but if I was a betting man, I would be putting down probably like fifty dollars for the Minnesota Twins to win the AL Central this year. All right, I'm going to do that as well. It's a good idea to hedge just because I, you know, I, I don't think the talent disparity is is that wide between the Sox and the Twins and I could see the Twins doing it and you know I don't think it'll happen but I like the idea of hedging and placing a $25 bet on the Twins to win the American League Central um and your $25 bet will win you $35 yeah so you know not a you know I'm really you know not going all in crazy here but just a way to hedge uh moving on here odds to win the American League Pennant. Here we go. We're, we're getting there to the World Series. We're inching up in that direction here. Odds to win the American League. Right now, the Yankees are the odds-on favorite, according to betonline.ag, plus 260. The White Sox at plus 425. The Minnesota Twins, plus 900. So there's a significant jump between the Sox and the Twins. And then you get down to the Blue Jays, plus 900. And the Astros, 1,000. Oakland, 1,000. Rays, 1,000. Cleveland Indians, plus 2,000. So what do we think here? Odds to win the American League. Do we like the Yankees as the favorite, or are we going to ride with the White Sox here? I know who I'm riding with. Um, I mean, the Yankees are the class of the AL, I believe. I think they have the most complete team in the American League. The plus 260, it's a good money if you think that the Yankees are that team. So I would put some money down on that. I'm Like I said before, I'm not going to put any money down on the White Sox as a team as a whole uh, because I feel like <laughs> I'm jinxing them somehow. 
uh, you know, I'm a weird cat. But yeah, for plus two, 425 to win the AL division or AL uh, pennant is good, good odds. The second best odds in the American League, which is not surprising because it's either the Yankees, White Sox, or Twins, I believe, are going to win the American League pennant. So they should be that high. Hmm. <laughs> I'm putting twenty. I don't think I'm put, I would put money on the Twins. No hell, yeah, no. I'm, I'm putting twenty five on Twins. I'm putting twenty five on the White playoffs. on the White Sox. Twenty five bucks on the White Sox to win the American League pennant. I'm I'm doing it. And your twenty five dollars for the White Sox to win the American League pennant would win you one hundred six dollars and twenty five cents. All right, so we're not. You know, I'm I'm going big with something else here. So what what what's your final answer here for American League pennant Yankees? Yankees. Okay, how much you put on the Yankees? Uh, if I had to, I would put down probably like fifteen dollars on the Yankees to win me thirty nine. It's nothing big, yeah. Um, but just, you know, it's something that relatively uh, safe. Least if the Yankees win, Yankees, Yankees win, <laughs> then I get some money. All right, here we go, Herbie. World Series, series. odds, World Series, uh, twenty twenty one World Series odds according to BetOnline.ag. No surprise here. The Dodgers at plus three hundred. The Jankies plus five seventy five, the Padres plus nine hundred, mm-hmm. the Braves plus one thousand, and there they are, Herbie, the Chicago White Sox at plus one thousand to win the World Series for the first time since two thousand five. And I'm this is where the bulk of my money is going to, Herb. Here I'm I'm putting a hundred dollars on the White Sox to win the World Series. What about you? Anyone jump out here? You know me, it's either the White Sox or Padres, and I think the Padres have the best rotation in the whole Major League Baseball. So I'm putting $100, if I had the extra $100, because I already bet the $100 on the players, but if I ever recoup and get my money into this betonline.ag for an extra $100, I'm putting $100 down to win 900 on the San Diego Padres to win the World Series. I believe in them big time this year. They're going to have a tough opponent in the Dodgers, which I think are going to win the AL or the NL West. But the Padres get in the playoffs, and somehow, some way, with that devastating pitching staff with Hugh Darvish, Snell, and Denelson Lamette, who you can also put down a bet for uh, NL Cy Young because he's a forgotten man. I think he got some long odds there. I think plus 4,000 4, for Denelson Lamette. That top three is tough to beat in a playoff series. We'll come back and tell you what's coming up the rest of this week here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you guys for a while now about Built Bar. They've been down with the show pretty much ever since the beginning, and they are the best-tasting protein bar on the market, and they've been so for a long time now. And it's amazing that these things are so delicious because they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. They shouldn't be tasty, but they are. They found a way to make it delicious, and you know why? It's because they're covered in 100% chocolate. And now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best and most tasty flavor. Just go to Built Bar on Twitter, at bar underscore built, because it's Built Bar madness. You can vote for yourself. You're sick of me hearing about coconut and my new favorite flavor, German chocolate cake, which I'll get to in a second, but now you can go and you can decide which Built Bar is the best flavor. And that German chocolate cake, by the way, German chocolate cake was one of my favorite things to eat in my less healthier days, but now Built Bar has managed to get the flavor of a German chocolate piece of cake in one of their Built Bars. And best of all, 17 grams of protein and only 5 grams of sugar in this one, 180 calories. It serves as a great after-dinner treat. 
It keeps me filled up. Or even an afternoon snack, I keep them in my desk at work. They are delicious. So go to BuiltBar.com now and get 15% off your next order. Do not forget that promo code, folks. So many people have reached out. Even my mom called me the other day asking for the promo code. I said, Locked 15, don't you listen? Good God, Mom. But they're going to order some Built Bars for themselves, and I could not be happier about it. And thank you guys for all your interactions on Twitter telling us what your favorite flavors are. Built Bar, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. Go to Built Bar on Twitter at bar underscore built, and you can vote to see who will become the best-tasting protein bar. All right, so there you have it, Herb. White Sox meatball boy here. That's me, uh, your, your reasoned, measured, locked on a White Sox co-host here. And now it looks like I'm going all in on the White Sox this year. And I am. I feel really good about this group. And we'll talk about it more in depth next week with our official prediction show. But I just have that feeling about the mix of youth, veterans. The pitching staff looks great. The offense will be good enough. And I think Tony's going to take him over the top, man. I, I really do. I think also, too, a lot of it is a little fluky, a little baseball-y. It's just like just because, you know, they had their bad experience in the postseason last year and now they're ready to take that next step. No, You know, there's no skipping steps in baseball. So, you know, that's why I like the White Sox here. So I'm, I'm putting 100 bucks on them at plus 1,000. So I feel good about that. And I want to be able to cash in uh, to be doubly happy, even though I won't care about the money, to be honest with you, if the White Sox win the World Series. So that's all I got. Big week, man. Here it is. Real shit. Yeah, Real man. Games. I'm looking forward to it, man. We're, we're finally here. But, yeah, it should be a fun week. We'll finish up our division preview series with the Royals uh, appropriately last. Um, we'll talk about Lucas Giolito <laughs> being our ace. And uh, we'll do our prediction show. And then uh, Friday's show will be a recap of Thursday's lid list. As Daniel would say, so yeah, fun week ahead in store. Thanks yeah, for listening. Those are the games where where we can satiate guys like Paul, who just want all good White Sox action. Yeah, instead of us sucking up to the 108 yep. and pandering as I did, uh, apparently. All right. So we once when the season starts, guys, it's going to be all action. Just us talking about how great the White Sox are. Five shows a week. Up. Five shows a week. Post games drop like. Within an hour of the game ending, we do a quick recap, then put it up that night, so no more waiting till midnight unless it's a West Coast game. But, yeah, man, five shows a week, post-game recaps, the stuff that matters, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're and lots here. of swearing, guys, if they lose. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I don't anticipate a lot of that, obviously. But yeah, Me either. Only 72 times, obviously, swear. Uh, so, for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. He can follow him at Chris Tannehill. Me, Ecknerwall23. Our show is at Locked On Socks. Thank you for joining us for this preview, this betting preview edition of Locked on Socks.